0: Spokenly.
1: I went to sleep that night without knowing that it would be the last night I ever spent in that bed at my parents' house in London. Meredith, my mum shook me awake. The room was dark, making it obvious it wasn't morning yet, or not time to get up for school anyway. Mum, I mumbled in my half-asleep
0: state, it's time to go. Everything I told you about those stories is true. It's time for you to leave us so you can train to be a protector. Your dad and I, we've done
1: everything we possibly can to prepare you.
0: first charge is the first book in the Destiny Initiative, said by Amanda Steele. The book can be purchased in paperback from Amazon. The e-book can also be purchased on Kindle, Kobo, Apple Books and many others. Spoken Thank label. you today for tuning in to Spoken Label. Spoken Label was originally set up beginning of 2016 and as of recording has over 200 sessions in our archive. Although the podcast can be heard on Anchor, iTunes, Apple Spotify, YouTube and literally 10 11 other networks the full archive can be found at spoken label all one word Spoken spokenlabel.bandcamp dot com. On the Bandcamp, it is set as pay what you want, so you are entirely if you wish, you can download it or stream it for nothing. But if you're going to throw me a couple of pennies my way, it is always eternally grateful to help me maintain the operating costs and future running closet podcast. Enjoy. Spoken oh. Label. Hi guys, Andy N, Spoken Label, back in the house, and Zooming out today. I've got a dear, dear friend of Spoken Labels, and of course me and Amanda with me today and it's complete contrast because i've got jenny Berry with us today and the first time we met jenny was last year over at the library center in it's this keys and it's quite that was quite a busy day that one jenny wasn't it? with first metal the previous of us sat oh. outside the coffee shop
1: <laughs> yeah it was ace it was proper yeah. hustle and bustle in the library and now it's like let's stay in our houses
0: <laughs> yeah it's just com- it's completely different the way it's the things have gone in just over a year or so really isn't it so and that's why it's yeah. just been incredible change of lifestyle. Now, of course, Jenny, the people that don't know you, and if they don't know you, I don't know why. <laughs> so do you want to <laughs> introduce yourself, everybody, tell people who you are and where all your creativity came from, etc?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'm a spoken word artist from Salford. and am writer, and I specialise in running workshops using poetry across the criminal justice system. Um, and I've written from as long as I could have Hold, hold a pen, as young as when I first held a pen. <laughs> I just absolutely love writing and I'm developing my spoken word a lot. And I've got a book coming out soon.
0: So yeah, that's what we had talking about Is your book, really, obviously. Like, it's been like, the book's been going on for a while, on not it? Because I know when we met you last year, you were telling us about it then as well. So,
1: yeah, the, the, the book, although it's only, um, I shouldn't say only, but it's what you call a chat book, it's just 20 poems. So it is a very small collection, it's very, very niche. And it's about all my um, experiences as a prison poet, which wraps up about six or seven years from winning a competition where I won 10 grand to set up a social enterprise. And it's, it's my voice telling everything, raw, uncut versions of kind of what I've seen in the prison system.
0: Yeah, it's going, it's going to be a fascinating book. It's obviously like, straight away. straight to web. never been told about this last year. And I've heard some, one or two, I think, about like pieces that were probably going to be in the book at the time. And have you found them, has your writing changed because of this over time? Because the books are been um, developing for some time, aren't it, really? So. <clears throat> oh, well, it's been in
1: the head for some time. I've actually worked through it with the publishers quite quite quickly. I, I didn't <clears throat> think I'd have a chance. Soulful publishers are um, fantastic because they're a social enterprise themselves, so they give a chance to kind of new writers and all kinds of people who use words in different ways. And I sent seven poems off, and they accepted it. Um, So, yeah, it's been in development in my mind for years, if you like, but in the answer to your question about my writing, I think it has changed my writing. I think it's helped me a lot in reflecting and coming out of my writing and seeing it from different angles, if that makes sense. Because I've been kind of writing from the staff's point of view, the prisoners' point of view, and the family's point of view, and obviously mine. It's very biased, it's through my, (laughs) my eye, It's just what I saw and I felt, you can't go into prison, you know, do writing and not write about it, it's too interesting.
0: Yeah, what made you want to go into this path originally? I know you said you've only been doing it for six or seven years or so now, haven't you?
1: Yeah, but more recently than the, the last couple of years in the um community with ex prisoners and all, all kinds of people that struggle with a voice. I, I, I like to say, I deal with the pockets of society that um need that kind of platform to have a voice. I'd say, um. It's a bit of a strange angle, but I've suffered, I think I've mentioned before, with something called body dysmorphia, which um, really badly, actually, when I was younger, and that's, uh, it, it, they call it imagined ugliness. It's just where you're very unhappy with the way you look, and if I say I had a spot on my face, I'd see it ten times bigger than what it was. But it, it was quite bad, but poetry's has helped me massively with that. And, um, I was a really shy girl, then I went into a really gobby girl. And I think, <laughs> even now, somehow, and poetry is my voice. So I thought, well, if it can help me, I can hopefully help others with it. And that's what I have been doing and aim to carry on doing.
0: Brilliant. I- uh, that's great, that. Like I said, it's like when you obviously go and do, you, when you do your workshops in prisons, how, yes. does, how does this work? So I don't want to give security details away. Is it, do you run it like a normal workshop or do you have to approach
1: different ways doing it for the people so um run it like a workshop but i have got you've got to be careful when you're going into places where there is a lot of um sensitivity around mental health because there's loads of poets and loads of fantastic artists that go into prisons and it's that's fantastic helping people express themselves but with writing there is a difference between writing for well-being and creative writing and I'm not going to go on about the research and stuff, but there is a difference because for an example, you have a load of inmates who may be feeling suicidal. It, it might seem quite obvious not to go and do a haiku on suicide, but what you take in there, you know, you have to learn to close down the session, open it up, shut down conversations. So say if you were an inmate now and, and you, you know, you you could see it was triggering you and it was telling you you're coming up with something about your family then you have to know how to shut that down safely and make sure that they go and see a counsellor after Or so i'd say yeah they are run differently with much more caution because um you're dealing with people's mental health
0: yeah completely with that so and it's um obviously now the book's coming out now then so do you have any sort of ideas of where you're going to go for the promotional ones of this uh, where it's been in lockdown
1: Emotional, no, Sorry, promotional,
0: promotional, promotional. Oh, yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> not emotional. Right. I'm just gonna cry. Bear with oh, we're we'll each
0: other cry.
1: <laughs> it has been emotional. It's quite emotional. Yeah. It's my very book, you know. Promoting, yes, I'm having a book launch, which will have taken place by the time this podcast comes out. But on the second of January, I'm having an online book launch um you'll see snippets of promotions and me reading stuff over my social media but when life resumes whenever that will be i'm going to go and do some book launches in pubs and things like that
0: yeah it's gonna be it be a, i think it will be a fascinating topic for you take out to the world this and like obviously it's quite usually it's quite a niche market isn't it i think it's going to yeah. be quite an informative book for people as well as well as not just an entertaining book so it's crossing over straight away
1: yeah um absolutely i mean with the work i do and 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 you do and writers do Mm. especially when you are i feel like i am a kind of tap dancing in between mental health and entertainment because sometimes yeah i'll get a commission like i did recently for suicide bereavement uk which was fantastic i opened and closed the conference which was an honor Um, oh
0: was that the thing that appeared on that thing appeared not North i sorry um I had that Bruce yeah. program, oh, wasn't
1: yeah. it? the strand? yeah. All of them, yeah. Yeah, and um, that I mean that, that, that's an annual conference for people bereaved by suicide, but there's massive amounts of academic research. I mean, I was I was sat in a room with distantly obviously with very, very academic people. I was there to like soften the blow, I think, of the research, <laughs> you know. Um I was the least intelligent in that room. But the the, the point is I um I go into these different areas and poetry is my voice. And I like to to use it as often as I can, but I am kind of in between mental health and entertainment. So with the book, I hope to inform people, but bring entertainment with it too, because there's so much stigma around prisoners. And um, it's just that debatable area that always doesn't really shift. It evolves within the law and the criminal system, but still everyone's thinking needs shifting a little bit more, I'd say.
0: Yeah, yeah, straight away. So, what's the plans then for obviously for this reading? Obviously, that like we're going to just miss it on the 2nd of January, then. <laughs> so, is it going to be like a, you and a few? I've got, I've got a support acts to lined up as well. Have you?
1: Well, I, I've not at this stage, I'm, I'm planning it. So, you'll, you'll get the link on <laughs> you know, if you're bored enough on the 2nd of January, you Amanda, know, you know, come and sit in, it's completely free. You'll laugh at me. <laughs> um, hopefully, so the chapter, the, each chapter, there's only five. I've got in um, prisoners to design um, artwork and I'm oh. presenting that in the book. That's yeah, I so That's... I had four prisons working on it and um, prisoners entered their artwork and I chose which matched my words the best. It wasn't a competition, as in like, who's the best, because who the hell am I to judge artwork, I'm no one. And also, I don't like the word competition in prisons because it's, art shouldn't be a competition in that in that area. It's to express yourself. And I wouldn't great. want anyone to you know, lack the confidence. So what's happening is everyone which did submit artwork is being exhibited inside the ARC outside Manchester prison, which is a recovery center, which I'm working with at the moment. So when, you know, life gets back to normal, we're having an exhibition to see all their artwork anyway, even if it didn't go in the book.
0: Brilliant, that's great, I had a great idea. Nathan, for that way then you give them the encouragement to keep on it, even if it's not suitable for the book. Encouraging to keep going. Yeah,
1: perfect. But for on the night, and hopefully, um, during this process, I won't say any names yet, even though this will go out in the future, which is so strange. Um, Yeah, it's brilliant, isn't it? Only we could do that. (laughs) Um, One of the inmates was released during this process. So I'm hoping that he'll be saying a few words on the night about his creative process in creating his
0: artwork. Oh, that's, that's an excellent idea straight away then. So a good look of it, definitely. So let's hope then, obviously, after lockdown, we can actually get you to go and do a lot of live readings and pubs or some venue then, can't we, So,
1: Hopefully, yeah. I like to bring the inside out, as I like to call it.
0: That's a good way of putting it. Definitely, you can do a book title on Inside Out, definitely. <laughs> I'm giving you ideas today. Um, <laughs> do you have any more poetry collections on the go or any more projects you can talk about coming up? Um,
1: <clears throat> so, I poetry collections. Not not currently. I'm writing different things for usually, over lockdown. I've written things for commissions and I've, I've run lots of workshops over Zoom. Um things like that. My time's been taken. But I have been script writing a lot over the past couple of years, actually. Mm. And I've got a writing partner in television. Um, Stephen Lord, is a Salford actor. Cool. And he's absolutely fantastic. And I'm you know, really lucky and honored to be working with him. Um it's dead funny because he saw me perform a poem in 2013 on Eccles Precinct. Wow. And, um, yeah. And I was shaking and I was literally, I know no one can see me, but you know, it's like one of your first ones. Yeah. And you've got the paper cover in your head. Oh, and you you don't know. Do and he asked me, come up to me and said, you've got really good wordplay. Would you ever be interested in, you know, having to go writing a, a radio playing at the time of thought? Oh my God, I didn't feel confident enough. And anyway, nothing happened. And then we bumped into each other and him and his lo- lovely wife, Elaine Cassidy, who's also an actress at a kid's party with our kids. Really, and, and then that's how that kind of evolved. And, you know, there was a, a production company at one point wanted to try and do a program on my prison work. that didn't happen, but we have written quite a few scripts and people have looked at them and, and positive feedback from them. So hopefully I might have some news in the, in the later this year 2021 i'm talking fingers, to the future right now
0: in, because that'll be your third podcast for spoken label like, and then we'll get you on when you when you've sold your first script millions of powers oh,
1: as well actually which i can't hmm. talk about and that's had great feedback too
0: well fingers crossed and definitely so but i want to ask you i know you've done a lot of workshops all the time and writing workshops. i've done for years of them how's yeah. the experience of on zoom been to them, comparing it in real life
1: yeah, very strange, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it is weird. So the ones I've done it for theatre companies, one um, one was for a couple I've done is for disabled actors. So it was different to the prisoners. So it, I didn't have to be as um, safeguarding, mind on.
0: Mm.
1: One positive is people who are not that confident, they commute the mic and still attend. Obviously the energies are not the same. Well, I've, I have st- I was quite pleasantly surprised in how many I've done, and, and they were quite successful for the for the Zoom times, if that makes sense. Yeah. Nothing better than being in a room together and launching beanbags at each other, because that's what I do as a warm up. But um, for now, it's okayable, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Think been, yeah, I do because I've been you know already I'm running a workshop now since March on a fortnightly basis. That began off was oh. a one-off was a one-off and it just kind of carried on we've done it in nine months we've got about seven people now every time on we have a screen we just wind each, mean, wind each up all the time we are so
1: yeah it kind of gives it a more relaxed feel as well in a way yeah don't it and you don't say it costs saves on costs there's all that kind of thing
0: yeah depending on what you drink man, you join us we did we did one and bit back i'm not going to name the lady person right she got absolutely canelined on alcohol she, that's <laughs> she had three glasses of white wine and two of red and woke up at five o'clock in the morning and right. <laughs> i didn't remember writing out the five pieces for him. <laughs> i didn't remember for him. no
1: way that's
0: um, fantastic did she yeah. perform as well oh yeah, yeah 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 i'll tell you off my goose. <laughs> i'm not not i'm not i'm not ashamed of the public forum
1: I'd quite like to attend a poetry or online Zoom where you have to drink.
0: Oh, I've come to ours! And there's plenty of, <laughs> that. And
1: there's of criteria, and Good. you have to produce a poem and perform <laughs> it. I'd like that.
0: Uh, we'll talk about off mic and that in a minute, what okay. says, Jenny. <laughs> Right. What we're gonna do? <laughs> we'll conclude this bit now, and we're gonna get you to a few posters in the second half. Obviously. As I always say, Jenny, if people want to find out more about you, where are the best going? So,
1: um at jberry twitter at jberry poetry on twitter um on my website jennyberry.co.uk
0: yeah and, you, and if people want to get a hold of your book you be able to get it on all, all the usual places and welcome so when it comes out
1: absolutely amazon yeah. and put all the links on my social media um yes
0: perfect yeah. okay then, okay let's we'll take a quick break everybody hang around to jenny's great i always love hearing her poetry so stay safe and say See oh, you. spoken later oh. Hi, guys. It's Andy. We're still with Jenny and we've got a special guest now come to join us for the poetry section. Who's a special guest? It's me. And who's me? <laughs> it's Amanda. Yeah, I'm try not to talk more than a minute. <laughs> my voice being so horrible. I was <laughs> private joke that will come off that, right? But anyway, it's over to Jenny. I'll see you I know Jenny's got four points for us today, Jenny. Go for it, my friend.
1: Thank you. OK, um, so the first one um, is called, I think, and it's, it came up from working with young fathers in prison when we projected our thoughts into um, thinking through a child's eyes, basically. So I'll go straight into it. I think, my mum's in the big house. I think it's dead posh. My mum's doing bird. I think she's going to be a vet. My mum's in the slammer. I think she's doing battle raps. My mum's in a cell. I think it's like a cellar. My mum went off the rails. I think she was on a train. My mum's doing time. I think she's learning about clocks. My mum's doing a stretch. I think she's learning yoga. My mum's being taught a lesson. I think she's being a teacher. My mum's got given a cat see. I think she prefers dogs. My mum's living on a wing. I think she can fly. My mum's at work. I think.
0: Ooh. Oh, that was clever. What do you reckon that member down there? Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, they usually usually rhythm there, James. Brilliant that was. And you give it like oh. it's you know, I thought what that was. I looked up your poetry, you get into characters' heads. And that one felt you. like you get into I'm not gonna say a child's head a younger person's head there straight away. The end,
1: Thank you. But, well, the thing is, I mean, I won't I won't take up loads of time on the podcast, but um it's important to know that there's a massive debate you see. Um hmm always an ongoing debate. Do you tell your child if you're in prison or not? And there's no simple answer. It's such a complex area. You can't really, you know, if it's some fathers and mothers are met, kept it from them and told them that they were still at work because of their age, they wouldn't remember. And it's just not to judge people, really, because unless you're in that position, you can only decide for yourself what you would tell your child.
0: Yeah, I know that. I know, I know of somebody, and I'm not going to say who this was on that on air again, who did some time a couple of years ago or something, and what they did was, it only came out after he came out of prison. They so kept the quiet of all his friends, he did 18 months or something, and yeah. he just went thought, oh, where's he gone? And like so most of his friends, including me, I was in the distance really, were ringing up asking for him, and his wife said, oh yeah, he's, he's working away for a couple of months, they're back in touch and 18 yeah. months later it wasn't working yeah. but,
1: and then did he openly tell you or did it just come yeah out he so came, he got got
0: came out where he came and called us part of it we've got the rest of the rest out of him another time so well like i said it's
1: just stigma yeah
0: stigma. that's why it, it, i can understand why he got why he did it so right right okay on to point number two
1: okay um the story to this one is I was writing about a particular population in the prison system and then realised I wasn't really qualified enough to talk about them so I've called it to whomever you wish this rant because sometimes we you know if someone stole your car or you maybe you're a prisoner and you don't like the screws maybe you're a staff member that doesn't like being called a screw there's always a rant so to whomever you wish this rant like a battered empty petrol tank you're going nowhere quick a societal oddball skank you personify sick like a cheap stolen tire you're punctured damaged goods disgustingly dire your truths as clear as mud like a dented sigdim dashboard you're next to be replaced arrogantly self-assured you were born a bad taste like a corroded wedge-shut sunroof you stake away the light taking everything and more you marinate your words in shite like a clapped out gear stick you're jammed in one drive you knock society sick no one wants you alive
0: brilliant oh i love that bit about marinated in chive <laughs> that's, <laughs> <a lot>. that's, <laughs> that's a really good i love the way you, you, you use language on that because you've kept that going much more continuous thought because your first piece was like they said, had the same similar sort of ribbon we really did yeah. it a very very different way so that's a really good and choice that one
1: it's oh thank you it's a very um the book is a range a very very a range of poems of, of styles and everything yeah
0: best way to be oh. with that with poetry I think, sometimes if you're doing this first collection you've got to let people see how many different sorts of it's not the case of topics it's the styles well, it always works well you forth brilliant. So, okay. Well, will you go number three then. I'm okay. Ready.
1: <laughs> yeah, sorry. Did we just get one? I'm actually reading here from the final PDF version of the book. Okay. Butterfly thinking. Casually checking her own fingernails, chomp cuticles are dismissed. Cracked knuckles expose narratives untold, that which present-day fate tan attempts to cover. A lifetime of unnourished moments can be detected in her expression, yet her features remain chiselled, framing the catastrophic historical mishaps and fuck-ups of her existence. She's still beautiful. Her yellow-tinged eyes and sig stained teeth yell a thousand stories silently. Her boldest feature is her smile and it's flaunted. This bitch is banged up, but her thoughts are her own. Therefore, she's free.
0: So, uh, look, look, mm-hmm. Again, really, really good. I, I like, the like end about the. I'm not bad. Bottom people thinking I'm into the bad language. I'm not. But it's the bad language. for when you bang up bitch. It, think, is it, it, it you, gives an earthiness to the, the piece. I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, I do actually run workshops on. You may have seen it on taboo vocabulary in poetry, in the mm-hmm. power of swearing, but not overusing it over because it is vocabulary yeah i'm always
0: it? firm believer of poetry i don't like swearing in it at all I right yep. and what i do yep. I, make sure, I make sure it clicks in when people least expect it and it carries power that way and that's why it yes. works really well that bit there definitely so it, exactly. it okay well okay. conclusion now aren't we and i always say the big conclusion <laughs>
1: Well, it's actually, I have done a haiku, I lie, I've done a haiku in this. Um, so it's called a, a Haiku In Your Head. Very simple. Strong-minded inmates a footloose and fancy free. It's all an outlook.
0: Fantastic. Fantastic, that. I always don't love haikus. Mandy, what you, do you do like? You like haikus as well, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I've got time to write write look, you know, just like
1: go out for a walk and
0: I've been... Coming up with it in my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, we've seen that before, Jenny, we've gone out for walks and Amanda's, she's, she's telling me I've got a haiku when come back sits, running back to the drum door. <laughs> wow, that's <weird. laughs> well, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Thank,
1: Thank you, God. Thank you so much for letting me, letting me come on. I, um, I've used haikus a lot and I found that on the addiction wings, when people were really struggling in the, you know, needing to use the time up because they're coming off drugs, they enjoyed the haikus a lot because it kept their mind busy longer.
0: Yeah, I think. Do you find with haikus, and I said before I let go, so I've got a question about that. Do you find if it's a myth in it with haikus within three lines, they're very quick poems to write. But I find sometimes they're the hardest things to write because the subject Yeah, haikus.
1: I mean, I'll be honest, I, I, I kept looking at that and I thought it's so simple. I don't know if it's good enough for the book. And then I thought, you know what? This book is, I'm trying to be as authentic as possible because of the subject and it says what it is and life's an outlook, you know. It's your mindset, isn't it? You can have a good day or a bad day depending on how you are looking at things.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Agreed. Great stuff. Anyway, Jenny, that's it for today, guys and girls. So thank you, Amanda, for attending briefly. Thank you. And thank Amanda, you, Jenny.
1: Thank you so much. It's lovely to speak to you. We I can't see you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm worried <laughs> Amanda today. She's staying off the camera at the moment. Okay. okay. No you, Stay safe, guys. I'll see you soon. Yeah. yeah.